How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Because the Internet Podcast. We're here with episode 27. It is in November. November. Crazy. We have baseball. We have NFL action. We have a couple NBA news uh, news topics and some NFL topics and even an internet topic um, for this episode and obviously tweets of the week. So as always, I'm joined by Steve. Steve, how are you doing? Doing great, Rob. Uh, thriving. It is. Uh, yes, we do have the... Um, Thought the series might be over by the time our next episode came out, but uh, we're in the midst of game six right now. But yeah, it was uh, another lackluster week of football, and we got some NBA topics that are about to you know pick up. The, the Real Housewives of the NBA is back, and um, yeah, excited to get into another show. Yeah, I mean, we'll start the baseball, but like like you said, could have been over. Again, another situation where we picked a, like Tuesday as the random day during the week that we wanted to record, and it's it's paid oh, off lucky. again. We had like a great NBA Finals game. We've had a couple other games, and then now we have Game 6 potentially clinching uh, World Series game. Right now it's 6-0. Um, Braves, I don't know exactly what inning it is. It, I just, it just cut away the commercial for me, but um, was it top four or five? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I got the commercial too. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been all brave so far, uh, two home runs, Jorge Soler and Danzy Swanson combining for five runs and Max Fried, who was a, a real surprise throughout the year, um, has looked, you know, has done the job for them thus far, the Braves, but still lots of game left. Uh, I was shocked to see, uh, the Astros come back from that grand slam in mm-hmm. game five. Uh, which, you know, coming back, winning that game, uh, and then having two games to come back to in your home ballpark, that's not that you have momentum, but it could very easily swing yes. your way. So this is this is one of those I, I'll never be able to settle on it, and I know numbers will, you know, can provide some sort of answer, but, like, this game sort of feels like a must-win for – the Braves tonight. Oh yeah, like even, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's always one of those, like if you, if you lose this game, it's now a toss. it's now a, you know, a jump ball for game seven in the mm-hmm. opposing ballpark. So even though you lose and you don't go home tonight, it still feels like they have to win. Yeah. Especially now, like obviously we know now six zero, like if, if they don't pull this game out, it's like, if you blow a six zero in game Woo! six, like that would be like, I mean, don't even show up tomorrow. Yeah, like just give been... the ashes a series, but um, yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, crazy little like I saw someone else post it too, and then I sent it to you, but it, I saw it on TikTok. But that guy that uh, like it was that clip now, I guess going viral because it's TikTok. I don't know if you can call it viral, but he had mm. predicted the Braves to beat the Astros in game six. Like, was it yeah, back spring in training? March, right? Yeah, it was like late yeah. spring training or you know, maybe right in the week one of the season or whatever. Um, do you know how much he actually put on it? He didn't bet I, on it. Oh, he didn't. No, um, he tweeted right. it out and like said it on that show or whatever they do. Um, I don't know who he was, so it could have been. It could be like a legit show. It could just be like a podcast or whatever, like a small yeah. podcast. Whatever. I know the guy. I know the guy he was doing it with. I think he's on uh, MLB TV. Okay, so it must uh, been like their show. I think he said it on the show and tweeted out, and they said if he bet a dollar on it, it would have got or like a thousand dollars, it would have gave him twenty five point six million. Yeah, um, that, which, which I, I, mean, I mean, again, most places probably won't even let you bet on that. But yeah, I'd love to see how they like actually pick, like make them do the math for that. Yeah. My, yeah. my guess would be like, 
the odds for the Astros to make the World Series, the odds for the Braves to make the World Series, and you multiply those together, that gives you odds. Then the odds of how the series connects, like games. Gotcha. Six, so the, the that would be my guess. It's almost it's sort of like a parlay. Like the more things you're adding on, the yeah lesser the odds are of it happening. Yeah, it's like uh, doing fractions in like high school, and it's like when you do like one half times one third, it's actually one sixth. Yeah. Like it's it's just know, the number just keeps getting. It's weird. I don't. Yeah. No, I I, I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I had said, I you know, I know uh, Jared Carabas, our our friend, um, has been touting that. I, I think when did he say it? Back in uh, uh, a couple months ago, he said that because uh, I know because he basically tweets it every day now that uh, he thought the Braves were going to win the World Series, and and myself back in September uh, said that the um, I thought the Braves were going to make a run and win a World Series, like they they were just playing such a great brand of baseball and, and the team, you know, kudos to them for actually investing at the deadline after losing arguably like the best player in the league in Ronald Acuna. Um, and they went out, traded four guys that are making immediate impacts, um, mm-hmm. you know, in these playoff games. And they went from a team that was floating around 500 to, you know, making a run, being able to survive the NFC, uh, the uh, NL East, and um, now are uh, what four innings away from uh, oh, their first World Series in decades. So yeah, yeah, no, good story. Obviously, we're all rooting for the Braves, anyways, for against the Astros. I feel like the whole MLB. Like I think there was that graphic going around. It was like Texas and Delaware were the only two states that had the rooting for the Astros or whatever. I don't know if you saw Why that Delaware? picture. I don't. It was weird. It was like I saw that it was a tweet, and someone's like. Like Delaware, come on! Like, what are yeah. you doing here? But I think it's, it's just a small, like, sample size and stuff like that. No, you get, like, I, six I people in Delaware that vote for the Astros and stuff like. Yeah, maybe it. they're like, maybe they're, it's like a adjacent like Nationals fans. Like, I don't know, because they're in the same division as the Braves. Who I don't know, but yeah. um, yeah. The only thing like tough for Dusty. Like, I I do like Dusty yes, Baker. Yeah. Um, so I feel tough for any Astros except tougher. not named Correa. Like. Bregman or like Altuve, yeah, and Guriel, but like yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but they all like you know I don't know they they signed up to go there, but like Baker, I mean he, it sucks. I mean he's he's one of the most high character guys in the game. Um, you know he happens to be a black manager, which you know most people think of baseball and think you know there's a decent amount of diversity in it there's actually when it comes to like african-americans there's not a ton uh when it comes to that space you know usually the diversity comes from um either latin america or Mm -hmm. the caribbean um so there's not a lot of of black americans in the sport so you know his whole story about like playing with hank Aaron and and just like all the greats that he's coached and played with um it's gonna suck if he doesn't win it's sort of you know but but he you know, he sort of took a team that was in dismay um, and was able to help them recover and make it to the World Series. So even if they don't win, um, it'll certainly be a feather in his cap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, like I said, he's one. Like, I, I'd really, speaking the guy up to bat now, Kyle Tucker, I actually like him a lot too, like from seeing mm-hmm. him in this playoffs, stuff like that. It's like, eventually, eventually the Astros will lose that stigma, I imagine, in the coming years. Um, I mean, they could lose it this offseason because they could lose agent. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at some point, I think I think they'll lose it after this year just because one, if Correa walks and two, um, this is the first 
time. This is the first season that the MLB has had fans mm-hmm. that um, since the cheating like scandal came out and the punishments were levied. Like last year, you had pitchers throwing at hitters uh, in empty yes. ballparks. Like yeah. so, there were there was really no way for the fans to get it out of the uh, system to get it out of their system. So uh, I think after having, if it looks if it, if they're gonna you know, lose here in, uh, in the world series, then I, I would probably put it, put it behind me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Same here. That, but like, I, I think even if they ever make the world series, it's one of those things. It's just like, there's not always teams you just would root against anyways, but, um, mm-hmm. but moving on though, we do have NFL action week eight. Um, as Steve had alluded to at the start of the episode, kind of a slow week. I missed a lot of the one o'clock games. Um, I was out and about. Sounds like I didn't miss a ton. Um, we're in that weird stage. We're in the midseason. I feel like teams have fa- sort of found their level. Um, mm-hmm. And you're seeing a lot of these games that early season could, could have been tight, but turned into blowouts midseason when kind of each team's found its form. Like we'll talk about the, you know, the Lions and stuff like that. Um, yeah, level sort of, uh, sorry, water's sort of finding its level on some yeah. of these teams. Yeah, so you're going to um, get some again, like Thursday night games that are good. Um, well, I was going to say like, you know, I feel like so far this season, the Thursday night games have, have uh, produced. Um, and I felt like this Thursday night game was one of the better ones of the week, honestly. Um, so if we want to start there, Packers, Cardinals yep. came down to the very last play. It did. Yes. And, and, and Packers came out of top 24, 21 uh, breaking Arizona's undefeated or record. Um, JJ Watts out uh, now. So, you know, Arizona not reeling or anything like that. The, Again, tough division. They lose one game and they're instantly on the heels of the Rams, which we'll get to in one second. So that's a big game. Mm. It could be an NFC championship preview because the Packers have, you know, it's crazy to think like the Packers lost week one and we're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers checked Sky out. Sky was falling. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then now here we are. So, yeah, it was a great game. Um, but, yeah, Green Bay comes on top. We have a heat heated race at the top of the NFC. Um, not so much yeah. the NFC, but. Green Bay was missing, uh, you know, their what number one and number two receivers. Yeah, and... one or, one and two or one and three, whichever way you look at it. Like Lazard, mm-hmm. I think Lazard is liked by Rodgers more, so we'll call him number two. Yeah, um, so missing and just missing Devontae Adams, I would say probably universally the number one wide receiver in the league, and um, you know his connection with Rodgers is just like automatic. Mm-hmm. And then later in the game, losing their tight end, um, who you know has has developed now. into an impact player for them. So that was tough. But we'll talk about like what happened to some of the other NFC contenders later in the week. But um, for me, they sort of look like my uh, as of right now. Like if we were power ranking, I think they're for me the best team in the NFC. Uh, the Packers. I just think like they're uh defense is better rogers is playing with a chip on his shoulder and looks good i'm not saying that it's going to amount with them going to the super bowl but i'm just saying right now i think that they're playing um probably the best football yeah we'll get to another nfc team that i think might be number one now with some addition made um but true moving on um sunday start right here carolina atlanta um an an ugly game going in an ugly game through and through carolina wins 19 to 13 uh, not much else to say. Matt Ryan cut cut himself up pretty good. Um, I, I, I would again. I wasn't really watching him, but I saw like people being like, "Oh, feel bad for Matt Ryan." All this stuff. So I, like saw, it, but yeah, he got he got stepped on, and it did yeah. not look good. Um, Sam Darnold, I think um, there's a chance that he might not uh, 
play this upcoming week against the Pats. Um, so there's oh that, yeah, PJ but... Walker did come into this game, um, only you know through the ball one time, but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean this was this was just a an ugly one. There was no no Calvin Ridley either, which was uh, that was like a last minute um, sort of like late news dump, I think, which happened on Sunday, right? Sunday morning. Yeah. Maybe? So the him not playing came out Sunday morning. His statement yes. came out after the game. Yeah. Um, which um, was of him the stepping away. Was, yeah. Him stepping away uh, for mental health reasons. It, it was originally like a personal matter. And then they ended up coming out and saying it was for mental health reasons, which um, obviously you got to encourage him to take care of himself and, and figure out, you know, whatever he, he needs and hopefully they're providing him the best support. It was a bit odd when I think they went to London and he didn't go for, mm-hmm. for similar reasons. They never said why. Yeah. Um, it was just like for personal matters, like he wasn't playing and like anytime one of the best receivers in the league, like isn't playing, you know, people are going to ask questions as to why. So I, I'm, you know, this time they actually put out the reason as to why, and it'd be interesting to see how, long he is gonna um miss time for yeah i mean luckily atlanta was like kind of a dumpster fire anyways going into mm-hmm. it and stuff like that so they haven't lost much yeah. um good for I, you know in a way it's one of those situations where it's like not great and hope like he comes back for them but they're gonna find it like they're gonna find kyle pitts like if he if he can be the guy as, mm-hmm. as good as he was drafted um they have yeah, a couple more of younger guys with like not russell gage he's a little bit older they know what they're getting with him but they have like Zach, uh Zacchaeus or whatever I'm a couple of people that, you know, could step up at, during this time. So could be good for them. Cordell Patterson long-term. stock through the roof right now. I know. He, I know. Just he more, to, he just more touches for that game. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was just the leading receiver. The well, tied leading receiver with Tajay Sharp. But, um, but yeah, no, I, Atlanta, you know, is out for the rest of the year. It doesn't really matter, but hope he um, comes back at some point. Uh, moving on though, NFC East, big game for us. Uh, Buffalo, Miami, Miami just doesn't look really good either. Um, Buffalo did what they needed to do. Uh, when 26, 11, yeah. um, I don't know what I else thought, to say. Like Miami stinks. So, yeah, I thought for a second, cause again, this was another really dud of a game early on, um, hmm. where it looked like three, three at halftime. Yeah. Where it looked like Miami was gonna, you know, they blew a lot of opportunities. Josh Allen couldn't get anything going. No, no chemistry with, uh, um, Stefan Diggs and mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders put up a goose egg. Um, so it, it, it seems scary. Um, and again, like for Patriots fans, we'll be talking about it later, but you know, it's, it's, it's scoreboard watching season uh, when it comes to the other, uh, you know, really the bills right now. So mm-hmm. um, got to hope that they can trip up at some point. Yeah. They're five and two. Um, and I think that puts them in top of the AFC currently because I think everyone in the AFC has two losses now, um, unlike the NFC where there's, I think, three teams with one one loss. But, yeah, so like you said, was not 3-3 three, three at halftime. Bills piled it on in the second half. Um, yeah, two, it doesn't look good. We had all the – I think it's a good time as now as ever, but we had all the rumors of Deshaun going to Miami, Deshaun Watson. That trade trade deadline was today as we're speaking again, another great data pick um, for recording. That never went through, came out that no team was comfortable with the ongoing, like, because Deshaun and, and his team are taking the ongoing investigation so slowly that it's so up in mm-hmm. the air that no team's willing to take that risk right now. Um, so he will be on Houston for the rest of the season, barring any, obviously, like, release or whatever from Houston, and then he could go. But, like, I would imagine that's not going to happen. They're just going to keep him there. 
Uh, yeah, so I that mean, was that's... kind of big news because Miami seemed to be the destination, especially with Tua not doing anything really. Yeah, I mean, Tua's quote last week, like, I don't not feel wanted. Like, it was <laughs> pretty – but again, I mean, he. I don't think he's done much to to warrant um, feeling so safe in his job. Yeah. Um, but it, it really came down to the fact that they weren't ready to – as we talked about, they weren't – they did not trade for him because he has 28 allegations yes. of sexual assault – they didn't trade for him because of fear of the trade not working out if he is guilty of yes. that. So, um, yeah, that, that was a weird one. Um, it was a rather, I feel like, uneventful deadline, as most uh, most NFL trade deadlines are. Until you mentioned it, I honestly forgot that it yes. uh, happened today. I didn't know it was still today until about midday. Because nothing mm-hmm. had happened, and I remember people. I, I thought it was this saying. past Friday. I thought I thought it was this past Friday. So like when, when you know Von Miller and some of these other guys got got dealt, um, I was pretty, you know, I was like, oh, it's, I thought it was like, it's like baseball where there's like the trade deadline, and then there's like the post trade deadline. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was really their main takeaway of the week from Miami. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they end up not getting him. So they're gonna stick with Tua. And again, like Tua hasn't looked good quarterback draft so far this upcoming year doesn't look very good either so if two is not with the dolphins next year he'll have a cha- he'll probably have a chance somewhere to prove it again but or he may just get another year of trying to do what he's doing now and yep and not you know working out but i, I mean I, you want to hope that he gets because again obviously he was banged up this year you want to hope he, he at least gets a fair shot you know at, yeah if he plays his whole season healthy who knows like what next mm-hmm. season brings because like yeah, again yeah. that was his biggest concern coming out of college was just being injured. Like he had the huge hip injury that kept him out most of the senior year. Um, but moving on though, we do have NFC game, San Francisco 49ers for Chicago bears. 49ers have been relatively underperforming um, in fields as well. Justin Fields for the bears has been underperforming uh, since he's been given the chance to start. Um, fields look better from what I saw, you know, yeah. it wasn't a great game. For some nice plays. Yeah. The bears defense, like, used to be scary and now they're letting up 33 points to a 49ers team who's been struggling um all year right they made they made Garoppolo look really good when their coach couldn't even commit to uh to starting him really yeah because Trey Lance has technically came back healthy this week I didn't expect him to play just because this was the week he Mm -hmm. came back healthy but um yeah Elijah Mitchell like Elijah Mitchell with 137 yards on the ground and then Debo with 171 yards to the air is like that's just not like the bears missed out on their window of success with that defense too, with, you know, just having so many bad quarterbacks. Yeah. They missed um, out on uh, Khalil Mack, you know, yeah. this having no Khalil Mack this week. So uh, yeah, I mean, they are, if their quarterback situation isn't at least average, they're not going to find success if they don't have a successful running game and a stout defense, like their defense needs to be the best part of their team while they're trying to figure out the quarterback situation. And that's, mm-hmm. that's not the case. So yeah, fields did have a hundred yards rushing. Yeah, no, he, he had a really nice, um, he had a really nice run uh, video game mode where he started to the right of the field, scrambling guys around him, turned his back to the, to the, uh, to the defense, went back on the left side and went all the way up the field for a, a score. So it, it was, it looked really nice. Yeah. Um, so again, yeah. I think bears fans, the results aren't there but they're seeing glimpses yep. similar to where we were at the beginning of the season with Mac, like the winds weren't coming through, but we were 
seeing things from Mac that made us say like, all right, like this could, this could work. Uh, yeah. So I feel like that's where they're at right now. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, and then like, there's no, like now that they're pretty much out, like already, there's no pressure on results now. So they can just give, hopefully they'll give like fields, the ability to run the ability to yeah, make keep, plays the rest keep of the them season. Safe, keep yeah. them healthy and, and, you know, just put them, give them some chances to take risks. Cause you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, I don't, I don't know, like what's a, what's another interception on trying a new play, you know, to, to see what he can handle. So yes, yeah, exactly. Um, and I know bears fans obviously want the coaching staff and GM to leave. So who knows, maybe, you know, you get the best of both worlds. If they let fields air it out or, or play like what his game, his style or season, then you get the new mm-hmm. coach next year. Maybe all things work out for them that way. But moving on though, we do have AFC North and we have a very AFC North game between two AFC North opponents, a 15 to 10 win for the Steelers over the Browns. I mean, the Steelers Big Ten football right there. Yeah, this is, yeah, that this is, I mean, it's just AFC North, like big 10, yeah. Running games. Um, I just, not a lot going on. Like good. Um, I think the biggest story out of this one is, is the article you had sent me and I was reading um, as well of OBJ does not quite seem happy in Cleveland. Um he his dad yeah, posted the video. Uh, there was there was first the yep so the the father posted the uh, a link to a video that said like 20 something plays throughout this season or i think it was this season or maybe throughout the years um that odell was wide open and didn't get the ball thrown to him um and then odell you got Odell tweeting things. You got LeBron tweeting, you know, throwing mm-hmm. in there and the, throwing his hat in the ring saying free Odell or free OBJ. Um, I know you're a big Baker guy. Um, I, I've defended him against some of the people like Colin Coward who, you know, didn't like him because he went to go celebrate with the student section, like after throwing a touchdown, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's, he's, he, I understand he's hurt too. And he's got, you know, the non-throwing shoulder is a problem, but he looks bad. I, I just, I don't know, you know, Pittsburgh's defense, they obviously have a stout um, front seven, but I mean, it's hard to argue with some of those uh, videos. And, and again, they still could have won it if it wasn't for some really bad drops at the end of the game. But um, yeah, he has, he has not looked great and it seems like this could be when all seem to be when all seem to have been going right for the browns and trending in the right direction um it seems to be unraveling fast there yeah i i, I think what it is is the brown like the browns is the perfect situation for baker at the time um like he's i still he's still way above average of of an mm-hmm. nfl quarterback mm-hmm. um like he's one of those quarterbacks you could see winning the Super Bowl if everything else is right in the situation. Sort of, what, yeah. you know, what you see with like when Jared Goff was with the Rams sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of those situations. And again, they are, they were missing Chubb for a couple of weeks. They, and, and Hunt for multiple weeks at the same time. Hunt comes back. It was the perfect situation. They have no receiving help. Uh, like Landry as you know, he happened to be their best receiver today, but he's banged up every single week. Like at some point mm-hmm. in time, OBJ, like as much as like that video does make sense, he also cannot get open to save his life half the time, anyways. Um, yeah, I mean he he hasn't been great either, and maybe that's why, um, maybe that's why Baker hasn't been looking at him. But um, you know something is afoot there because mm-hmm. 
uh, when the father posted that video, you had a number of Browns players on the team liking the video. Um, so there are apparently some people in the locker room that might agree with the fact that um, Odell's lack of success isn't entirely on on him. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I, I think that there's probably some truth to that. And it's like we always say, like, when you're not winning, like things are exaggerated is more like the first couple weeks of the season, maybe that maybe, you know, there could be a chance like Odell and Baker just don't really enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And like when the first couple of se- weeks of the season, when they're winning, it doesn't really get brought up. But now that we're in the dread and they're four and four all of a sudden, and they're losing to the Steelers who aren't good this year, really mm-hmm. um, things, you know, change. So no, you know, not good for the Browns, but it, again, it's another year. It's a load. It's a loaded, loaded wide receiver draft. There's a ton of crazy talent in college right now at the wide receiver level, um, as mm-hmm. we saw last year. Like we're when we're seeing a lot of these rookies do well. Um, so hopefully, you know, maybe they can make it. Maybe they can address on the draft. I'm sure they could get a decent little haul for Odell in the offseason too, if they want to move him on. If it's done there, um, yeah, I it does feel like it's it's coming to an end. Like I mean, just he's already yeah, at least one way or the too. other. It's either Baker doesn't get re-signed, right? Um, or yeah, Odell is, and I can't, I can't imagine a scenario where they don't re-sign him. It might not be at the price that he wants. Yes, but I, I could, I could very well see it being like a holdout situation. Because I, I mean, you just, you usually don't see guys coming off of that rookie contract going somewhere else. Like normally, it's, it's at, towards the, it's after they've signed that contract. Yes. Quarterbacks, it's even or, more. Or, or if they go somewhere else, it's like a backup situation. They're going to be a backup somewhere because they're that bad. Right. Not, not someone who is essentially a franchise quarterback. Yeah. The, the question is like, are they going to commit to him at Josh Allen numbers? Are mm-hmm. they going to commit to him, you know, at the number of some of these, you know, what Garoppolo got from um, San Fran at the time. So that is the question. And it's going to be a question of whether Baker is willing to accept it. But the one thing I will never question of him is his, his grit. And, you know, him going mm-hmm. out there with basically a sling on and still playing, I, I'll take a guy like that. Um, you know, I'll take a guy like that. Yeah. And um, even as bad play, like we said there, you know, we just talked about Tua and, and you know, all these quarterbacks in the league that probably are worse. If we talk about golf, Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. will get to it at some point. Like there has been successful quarterbacks that are far less talented, I'll say, than him. So you got to imagine, I, I, I think. If he liked Cleveland, which I think he does, like I think Cleveland fans at least still are on his side, Baker's side. Like I, I, I see, you know, I only follow a, hand, a few handful. Like I don't know many Cleveland fans, but they seem to be like, like Baker's improved. Like if you look at the stats, they have improved like year after year, like his quarterback rating and, and, and so on. So, you know, there's a chance mm-hmm. um, there. But moving on to an absolute dumpster fire, um, two teams yeah, that probably much. are, but the Detroit losing to Philly 44 to six. I mean, this game was over before it started. My my only takeaway is Dan Campbell. Um, I I don't see a way how he makes it past this season. No, Again, I yeah, understand he'll get the whole season. I understand, like um, you know, first year not the most ideal situation and roster around him. But I just listened to his press conferences. I listened to it today um, after the game, and you know he. Just I, and maybe I'm discriminating against like just his his like hardo uh, nature, but like I just don't see 
I just don't see a guy like that working out. Like I, I just, you know, he, he's saying, um, you know, I just didn't get the guys up for the game today. It's like, what is it? Does he need to like put his hand through a wall? Like to, mm-hmm. to do it. Um, you know, and that's against the Eagles whose offense has stunk all year to get 236 you know, yards rushing, right. To get 44 dropped on you. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just, this it, is tough. And, and you want to know, we've talked a lot about McVeigh, and we'll talk about the Rams later, but um, you know, Jared Goff kind of being exposed, you know, I, I, again, I understand he has nothing really at the receiver position. Mm-hmm. He has some, some young guys that people thought, you know, had some potential. He does have one of the better tight ends in the league and, and some decent running backs. Um, but yeah, that's just a that is a yikes situation. Yeah, like that. Like it's been what I've said all like all year with this podcast. Like the second the locker room quits on Dan Campbell, it's going to be the worst thing of all time. But like mm-hmm. they were losing, and they're going they're, like, at best. Like they could have little. I think if you put Belichick as the coach of the Lions right now, at best they get two wins. Like they're not that roster is that bad that like they there wasn't much expectation. So mm-hmm. to be below that expectation, is, and and then also have like the guys weren't up for the game. Like that's like when the concern I think starts for someone, especially a coach like Dan Campbell, who's like all about emotion and all that stuff. And like, mm-hmm. no matter what, like winner, like win or lose, if the team's good or bad, they're gonna at least like play teams hard. I mean, you don't. There's no situation where you played a team hard and they had 236 yards rushing, especially with their technical starter out um, of the game too. They only had Gainwell, Howard, Boston Scott, and Hertz um running so mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know what else i don't know where you go with the lines obviously he'll get the full year because again they weren't expected to be good um but yeah i don't know i mean patricia wasn't the patricia wasn't good he wasn't the problem clearly but i don't know i don't know who you bring in to fix that outside of just hope to get lucky on a draft picks coming up soon because again there's no quarterback so it's gonna be probably golf next year well, they're gonna have ample opportunities at yeah. That, so. yeah i think they have multiple first round picks because i think they have the um they have the rams obviously because the rams mm-hmm. don't have any picks um and then they'll probably have the number one pick um as yeah. well so they're gonna have a couple first rounders so i mean you know they have jeff akuda's look better deandre swift has actually looked really good like they have mm-hmm. some younger talent like in like we said they have some young talent at receiver too that could hopefully improve but not great um probably the, well maybe not the best game the most exciting game of the the, the one o'clock slots here tennessee um uh, beating indy um, please let's give a moment of silence for Derek Henry <laughs> uh, that we're both crushed by it. Obviously we're not going to talk about fantasy too much, but in, in, we're in two leagues together and just give us own some in each league as a neutral observer. Um, just as a football fan, like, I mean, yeah, that, just, too, that too, he is every he's, week is fun to watch. Like, you know, he's not, there are guys that you sort of like root against because you don't like them. And then there are guys that you root for. And then there are guys that you just like, couldn't care. Like you just mm-hmm. don't care about. Um, Derek Henry, I feel like is probably one of the most universally liked and rooted for players mm-hmm. in football from a fan perspective, from a player perspective, like guys, just, he is superhuman. And this is like seeing, you know, Superman like die. Like, yeah. And it's is- weird. Cause it's like no off the field reason like that people like him. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy. But I feel like you. Yeah. Know, it's not like you see interviews with him at. He's not time. like a huge like marketing guy. Lynch. Well, yeah. obviously he had he had a massive college following, which like sort of built had. Like yeah, a built going to Alabama and then I mean you see those high school clips and stuff like that, of course. But like he's not Marshawn right. Lynch where he's like making jokes. Yeah, like Marshawn Lynch you know, is fun good. to root for because you see Skittles or whatever, or, you yes. know, like that. Um, um, he's yeah, just so that was obviously brutal. But you wouldn't have known that he had a season-ending injury during the game because obviously he he wasn't 
playing well. The Colts were basically putting, you know, seven or eight guys in the box to try and stop him. Um, but he played the whole game. But yeah. it was a uh, um, at least, you know, if his season is officially over, um, he helped Tennessee get to a uh, an exciting overtime uh, overtime W. And this game yes. had everything. This had a bit of everything. Yep. And in division two, like, and, and these are the two in this division. Cause again, the other half of the division is absolutely terrible. Like the Colts are bad, but they had a chance to win the division. They still do now with the Derrick Henry thing. Um, most recent news on him was six to eight weeks or six to 10 weeks. Um, so most likely the Titans should still hold out on this division. Cause of just, again, they're going to have to play the Jags again. They're going to have to play Houston again. They're probably gonna have to play I don't know if they put the Colts twice already, but um there's just like too many games on their schedule, even without Derrick Henry, they'll win. They brought in AP, which is going to be just super fun to see if he can do anything like mm-hmm. him and Frank Gore. Just, I don't think we'll ever re- to truly retire. Um, they'll eventually just like every year, they're just going to have like a 60 yard, like, like two touchdown game out of nowhere. Mm. Um, but you know, the it, was, it was just as playoffs. It was just as the Colts too seemed to be like, Carson went there was a lot of like is Carson Wentz back like like over the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks like you started to hear that murmur a bit and then you see him throwing like a left-handed interception on his own goal line like it's yeah that's yeah. just and that, he, that was probably his best throw of the game well he, he, he is like the, the he's is the football like he I think he's the new like Mark Sanchez like I think he he is the football equivalent of the Charlie Brown like running up missed kick like yeah like the He's just that. He's just that guy. Yeah, he's know. not like like Mark Sanchez. Maybe because he's on the Jets, I'm a little biased. But like, he felt like he was rootable against, like root, like root against uh, him. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like no one really roots against Carson Wentz. Maybe Philly fans now, but like, uh, I think I think but like as a I, well, maybe because he has the hunting stuff. But like, well, I, I think that there's the the vaccine stuff. There's like he's very like religiousy which like i mean mm-hmm. people are just sort of like i don't, I don't not that they root against well, him yeah, for no, that, no but... one roots for him i don't think either but i yeah. like i don't know if he's been like outside like horribly unlikable for the you know what i mean yeah, i don't know I don't, maybe i'll I mean, see it i don't follow yeah well there there was also there was also like the um like the locker room stuff where he said like he basically said that he didn't deserve to be like put behind or he wouldn't play behind uh mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts like he didn't want to play behind him um and had like the blow up with the front office there so um and so I think a lot of people see that and they're like dude you haven't like done anything in the mm-hmm. league like yeah like, you who almost are you? won an MVP right like who are you who are yeah you were the MVP for six weeks of the season like, yeah Russell Wilson um, does that like every year so it's like who are you to you know, you haven't done much in a uh, uh, backup, you know, you have your, you have your Super Bowl ring because of a backup quarterback that you, you know, forced out of town. Um, yeah. No, so like, Eagles I, fans I think definitely that's why. But like, you know, like it just, it just like, it is what you said, though, like the Charlie Brown thing is like, it's just funny to like watch him just like find new ways to mess up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, two couple weeks ago, he broke both, like not broke, but like hurt both of his ankles in the same play, which is just kind of hilarious. Like just very funny to, to see, but um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Indy now with Derrick Henry out probably gets their hopes up, maybe that they have a chance. Um, but Tennessee should hold on to that division. Uh, but that would be a division to watch for because big playoff implications um, there. Uh, but moving on, the the shock of the week, the Jets, the New York Jets beating the Bengals, thirty four thirty one. Mike White. I, I I don't I don't even really know like what happened here, but like the Bengals coming off a huge win. 
um, destroying the Ravens. And then all of a sudden it's 34, 31 with Mike white, Michael Carter looks like a new like player in the league all of a sudden. Like, I mean, he is cause he's a rookie, but like feels like he's actually hitting some, some of the potential that people had coming in. So I don't really know. Yeah, this was, this was a weird one. Um, I mean, the jets came back, but yeah, it was, it was a weird one. I just thought, um, I thought the, like the Bengals just couldn't, put it together and that's going to be maybe that's the next step in Joe Burrow's development and their development as a team is being able to put teams away um mm-hmm. but yeah tough tough loss for them and i you know jets fans have a quarterback controversy now uh because they just <laughs> they have a guy they have a gamer and it's like does you know obviously i i think Zach Wilson's going to miss this next week regardless but we'll see we'll see what happens i mean this this could be the new like fun backup to root for we seem to get one like usually every year yeah yeah uh, yeah it is a, it, i don't like i still fully don't understand how it happened like i obviously again missed it but it was it was all of a sudden it's like wait the jets won mike white looks like a crazy like obviously mike white's not going to be good but like it is just gonna be funny because they're gonna have to you're gonna have to see him for a couple more weeks like zach wilson is out for a long period of time um so it, it'll just be in reality, because again, I know you didn't catch the game. Um, this game did come down to a terribly called um, yes, lower, I did hear this lowering one. the helmet yep. Uh, yep. penalty, uh, which basically gave the Jets a first down, which helped them, you know, move forward um, to uh, scoring a touchdown. So, I think most people will just see the results. But again, if you're the Bengals, it shouldn't be. You know, it, it shouldn't be. it shouldn't come down like that's what I always say is like it's almost never on the ref's fault because like especially with games like this like it should not have come down to that. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, moving on though, we do have the Rams. We've kind of mentioned a few times because of they they traded for Von Miller, um, for a second and a third round pick, proving that they just have unlimited picks pulling out of their butt. Unlimited um, draft picks. Unlimited. The game doesn't really matter too much. They played the Texans. Um, was close for a while. Uh, or wasn't close for a while, and then the Texans put up 22 in the fourth, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a blowout for a while at a reverse there. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Rams didn't look bad. At any t- like, 22 points in the fourth quarter is, like, ascent- when you're already up 38 is, like, garbage time anyway, so it's, like, hard to look at that. Maybe maybe that's, like, something they need to work on going forward to close in our games. Mm-hmm. But um, really not too much about this game that I, I, you know, want to talk about. Cooper Cup's on, like, on form to break Calvin Johnson's record. Um pace obviously with the extra game i don't know if that's with or without necessarily i think with the extra game 100 percent it's on pace to break it looks good there um but yeah the von miller trade i think is the big news um solidifying that defense even more um and i think the goal is to not have aaron donald be double teamed every single play yeah i mean they're they're going all in you know we talked about it this weekend uh texting back and forth just like they they have a window because you know, they're going to run into, they have arguably, you know, the most, maybe with the bucks, like the most talented roster in the league. Um, likely more talented than the bucks just because of the names on defense that they have. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they are going for it. And, you know, when you have a short window, um, you know, that's why they, they traded their quarterback. Like, you know, how many times do you see a franchise that made it to the Super Bowl just a couple years ago, decide to trade their young um quarterback mm-hmm. pretty much you know none 
uh, none of the time you, you know, you see that. So they're going for it and you know, they're going to have to, that bill will come due someday, uh, but they're not worried about that this year. So. Yeah. Again, like if, 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 if they win a Super Bowl, it's like, you, there's not much you can say if they lose mm-hmm. Super Bowl and then all of a sudden they don't have the picks and they're, you know, Aaron Donald's aging Von Miller retires, like, you know, then, then it's like, what, then maybe they mess up, but you know, it's like what you said about the Braves retooling, even though they're already like, or they lost like a good player and stuff like that. It's like the Rams going all in is never a bad thing if they do end up winning at all. Cause obviously they missed out playing the Patriots a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess with that, we move on to the Patriots. Um, our team, big win against the Chargers. Uh, not much you can say. Like, outside the Chargers, you know, didn't look very good. Justin Herbert threw a couple picks. Um, one that was tipped, one that wasn't tipped, one that was really bad, and that ended up being the game clinching really pick um, that put the Patriots on top uh, there. Yeah, so. I, I would say statement performance by our defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that we've talked about, about uh, we've talked a lot about them. Uh, on this show over the past couple of weeks and just their inability to show up. They got guys in and out of the lineup. We end up, uh, you know, giving away Gilmore because they couldn't come to a contract agreement um, where it seemed like he was going to be our reinforcements uh, midway through the season. And, you know, they, they showed up and, and this was their first legit win of the season. You know, the chargers have, have slipped, over the past couple of weeks, they obviously got blown out and they had a buy. Um, so this was, I was expecting them after the buy to come back and really respond. And, and they, you know, they, they could not, uh, it seems like the Belichick, maybe this was his best coached game of the year with, with, you know, tuning up the defense. Um, and Mac Jones actually quietly, I think he's ninth in the league in uh, passing yards. So, yeah, talk. he aired, he aired a couple out today. Uh, yeah, this, this day, like you know, like all this talk of him dinking and dunking it, like he's top ten in, in passing. Yep, still can't find the end zone for Jacoby Myers. That's just you know, eventually will happen. Um, no, two point conversions. That's all he gets. Yep, and oh yeah, and and a ton of like he he's good. Like he had he had um what did he have yesterday? Uh, he had four catches, thirty seven yards, which isn't like amazing or anything like that. But like he's kind of been like reliable. He had a couple of big catches late. Um, that would yeah. have to change stuff like that. So it's like he's been reliable. It's like, but he is like now very clearly the record for most catches without a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, from a rookie or from a yeah. like, from rookie season to to their first touchdown. So with with some of the other games we've talked about, um, because all you know, really all the other uh games we have upcoming here are. Uh, you know, NFC ones that are of, of importance, like yeah. the teams. Yeah. It's like um, Monday night, but right. But, but, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, talk about like some of the teams that lost like Patriots now in the conversation for team that could make the playoffs where like a week or two ago, that might not have been, a, been something that we were realistically thinking about. So they've had a pretty big pendulum swing this week you know upcoming they might get a back another backup you know quarterback mm-hmm. um but it'd be nice to see can they start stacking some wins and and can they uh start to make some progress and all of this just screams that those bills games at the end of the year are going to be like fucking massive mm-hmm. um, at least whatever. one like at, at least like the second one or whatever because we'll know we'll know more obviously like like mm-hmm. i have the schedule i have the season in front of us obviously like i said no there's only two two lost win teams in the AFC. So we're only mm-hmm. technically two games out of first in the AFC if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Um 
have the Chiefs and the Browns. We'll get to the Chiefs later, but with the Chiefs and the Browns technically technically behind us um, on mm-hmm. tiebreakers. Um, so those are two like as teams that could technically pass us, assuming things get right with both those situations. But then it's like the Steelers are ahead of us, the Raiders are ahead of us, the Bengals who lost the Jets are ahead of us. Like there mm-hmm. are situations like there are teams that are ahead of us that we could pass, and then two teams be below us. Like I think everyone yeah. below the Browns, like I'm not really worried about. Like I don't expect the Broncos and the Colts to all of a sudden be good and like be competing with us late season um but yeah there's what one two three four five six seven eight nine ten teams competing for what six spots i think it is or seven spots now with the extra one there's still a lot of yeah even though we're you know there's a lot of and that's with us about... writing off the division essentially as of now yeah, which yeah. is still no, in play technically but it is still in play and obviously we have to see how things shake out but it, you know the nfl it is such a week-to-week game because you know the the Raiders could come out next week and get crushed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, are we talking about them? Like we're talking about the Browns or KC or, you know, as we were talking about uh, the chargers, like the last time that they played before the Patriots, like in them getting blown out. So Mm -hmm. um, like, I still think the Browns, I still think that the chiefs, like people are sort of giving them a lot of shit because of where people expected them to be. But I, you know, I'm certainly not, you know, putting the tombstone out for those teams yet. Yeah. We played the Browns in two weeks, which I think now a very massive game, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the Panthers this week and then the Browns um, in two weeks. I don't think we have a pretty late buy tools as it uh, it appears. Um, I don't know exactly what I said. I love a late buy. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what it is. I'm looking at the dates and trying to see where the biggest gap is, but like obviously how uh, Thanksgiving plays into that factor. Um, so I don't really know exactly where our buy is, but um, I think it might be after, like after that first Bills games, which is pretty late in the season, but yeah. So, you know, the AFC, the AFC is all for grabs right now. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's going to be very interesting how it plays out, but quickly um, can skip really Geno Smith beating the, the Jaguars 31 to seven, the Jaguars, which is awful. It's just Jaguars have nothing. I don't think the Seahawks have anything because they're in that division that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Geno Smith has played too many games. And, and I just don't think that's good. Um, but Denver, Washington, 17 to 10, Denver. I mean, Denver threw the ball away seven times and Washington gave it right back as many times. Um, didn't want to win. Neither team wanted to win. Um, They're, the most interesting thing I found about that game or, or the uh, fallout from that game is that Ron Rivera, who I like, um, not giving the football team their bye. Interesting move. <laughs> interesting. What, he's just going to make them play through as if there was a regular game? So like they're gonna you're they're gonna like practice all week and like yeah. don't have a week off. I which, mean, like, yeah, if you're that bad and like especially with a coach like Ron Rivera, who's, but it's like like I feel like even the like even really bad teams like give their team their bye week. Like, yeah, that's but sort I, of like a, yeah, I guess it's a weird like one because they're like a they're like a really bad team that's underperforming being a bad team. Like mm-hmm. the Lions and the Jets, it's like yeah, they're uh, the Lions and the Jags. I should say because the Jets did win, but like they're just like so bad that it's like whatever, just like just move on, like get out of my face. And mm-hmm. obviously Urban Meyer wants a bye week for himself. Um, but like, I like, yeah, you got an old head in, in Rivera again, who I actually like as well, but mm-hmm. and underperforming, especially with how good that, like that defense was like what top like three ish last year. Yeah. And they, they lost have, no one. Nowhere they lost near. nobody. And, and um, people are already turning on um, Chase Young too uh, mm-hmm. and everything. So like not good in Washington. So I imagine that they're going to be working pretty hard. Um Interesting, really interesting next game in the NFC South. The Saints beating the Trevor Simeon led Saints beating Tom Brady and the Bucks 
I had no clue he was on. I had no clue he was. I I I didn't remember that Taysom Hill was hurt. Right? Isn't yes, he? Yep. Out injured. Yep. Um, he comes back next week. So quarterback controversy in in New Orleans. Yeah, I had I had no clue that he was the backup. Poor Jameis. I give him a lot of shit on this show. Um, still going to give him a lot of shit for <laughs> you know wiling out dancing. That's on incredible. A I mean, you just you have to love that though. <laughs> I mean, they're, the, it's the, weird. The player the players love him. Like as much as we were saying, like the no, ba- they like do. The Bakers, I, they like Baker, like being of... like an okay quarterback, but the players hating him or whatever. Like no. from what it seems now, like Jameis yeah. is like you know less than okay quarterback that the players just rally around. Yeah, well, I think I, I always there's you can tell who like the well respected guys are by how the opposing team reacts when the guy's getting carted off. Like yes. like yep. you know them coming over, dapping him up. Um, but yeah, that uh, it's it was sad. But again, I mean, the Saints locker room looking like, um, you know, live in Miami, like, a you know, a nightclub um, after a regular season dub. Like that was just it, it, it looked like someone made a TikTok, like yes. like of like like it this looked is like it was what... edited. Like that's how much like smoke there was. Like, <laughs> no, it, like it literally was like, looked like a music video. Filter. Yeah. And then like the way that they were like moving the camera, yeah, like, was, for, yeah. like to, to pan over to Jameis, like um, it was just, just, you know, if that's obviously that's his season. So, yes. you know, that that's yeah. unfortunate for him. Um, but yeah, Brady, I mean, you know, you got up to walk away from the TV uh, thinking that that game was over. I literally, cause we were, uh, cause obviously, yeah, it was, was it after the Patriots game had ended? Right. Yes. Yep. Like the, like the end, like the last, like Patriots game ended cause it was the early four o'clock game. I was laying down and I was just like, Oh, the Saints scored. Oh, one, one minute 41 with that one timeout. Yeah. That game's over. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to run to the bathroom now instead of hold, trying to hold it. And yeah. then I come back. I, I literally came back to the interception. It was crazy. It was just, a terrible throw like I was yeah. just Brady just missed it I think he's been a little rattled without Gronk um who came back for this game but I don't think lasted the whole time yeah he left um, like ribs rib, rib, and then whatever. no AB as well so mm-hmm. his two binkies despite you know how good Godwin and Evans are um he still seems to have some issues with connecting with them but the Saints got up big and Tampa started to come back and it, it did look like um, you know, it was going to be uh, a classic, you know, Brady comeback, but, um, you know, good win for the saints to keep them, uh, somewhat relevant in that conversation, but you know, who knows? I mean, Taysom Hill could take, <laughs> yeah, Taysom Hill could take the job and, and maybe, maybe they play better with him over Jameis. Like I, I, it's hard to, um, at least like more like because they're a good team like Alvin Kamara is insane they obviously mm-hmm. don't have a ton of wide receiver help with Michael Thomas out he comes back I think soon I think he's supposed to be if if he, if he actually ends up playing I think yeah. injury wise it was like week I think it was like week eight week nine um that he was set to come back so like if he wants to come back like because they're winning like he could um the defense is far played better than like mm-hmm. they, they probably should have like should be yeah. like I mean Marshawn Lattimore is like one of the best players in the league but it's not not an indictment on like when I say that it's not an indictment on Jameis, it's like there was a quarterback controversy before the season started. Mm-hmm. So like they were, you know, Sean Payton was debating putting um, Taysom Hill as a starter. So now you get to see that. And he did relatively well when doing it um, last year. Yeah. And that was without an entire off season practicing as, you know, the quarterback. So. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, like in Jameis, like I actually, I actually like him. And I think, 
I think he gets a lot of crap because of obviously like his past and like that, but like he's good. He's just really good or really bad. Like there's not much in between with him. I think, you know, when they're already five and two, Taysom maybe keeps him that like that track and they'll, they'll find a wild card spot. Like, again, I don't think they're going to go out and beat the bucks in the division, but I, I, I do see a wild card spot in the future for them. Um, even yeah. It is. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it feels like it's turning into one of those NFL seasons where um, it's, it's, it's basically my philosophy when it comes to fantasy is the, team that has the least amount of injuries like is gonna have you know a pretty easy time making it to the playoffs so mm. um you know we've seen the past two weeks just teams get decimated uh with injuries and and um you know it's gonna be interesting to see how a team like new orleans who like you said has a good record if they're able to um you know, maintain some of that momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get the extra game too. So it's like, you see like a five and two, six and two start. It's like, well, they can't mess us up from here. Like, even if they mm-hmm. have like a harder back half of the schedule, that at least make the wild card. With 17 games, like that extra game, like throws everything in like works. But um, speaking of big injuries that, you know, caused team to, you know, Cooper Rush started for the, the Cowboys and the Cowboys went out and beat the Vikings who were fully healthy. Um, Tough 20 scene. to 16. Um, Cooper Rush looked fine. Like, not great, but, like, fine. Like, did what he mm-hmm. needed to do to win the game. Um, but, yeah, Kirk Cousins looked really not good. Dalvin Cook couldn't really get much going. I think the Cowboys, you know, decided to shut him down as much as possible. Um, yeah, I admittedly didn't watch any of this game. It was uh, – there was baseball on and mm-hmm. um, succession as well. Um, and plus, I've just – I've had my fill of watching backup quarterbacks. So, like, I just <laughs> – I can't. I, I just – I can't. Um this was muted. This was muted for me as well. So, yeah. So, but just seeing the game play out, and you know, Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, checking down to the fullback when he has Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook out there, that's just like it's it's hard to watch. Um, so I'm glad I didn't put myself through that. Yeah, but like that. Yeah, 2016 wasn't a great game, and you know, but Cowboys look good like outside of that too. So they get Dak back, they'll be fine. They're six and the one. Cowboys. They are. I hate to say it because I I hate that fan base, and I hope that they never win a championship in my lifetime. But um, this is sort of feeling like the makings of their year. Like they lose their quarterback for a week, and they're still able to pull it off uh, a victory. Like just they things seem to be going right for them yes. and even when they're going wrong like losing your quarterback you're still finding a way to overcome it so that's yeah that's like the opposite of the cowboys like cowboys if any one thing went wrong it's like game's over like they're out mm-hmm. now they're like fighting back but again there are some good teams at nfc that they're gonna have to compete with the rams as we talked about are loaded up with one Miller. right they're gonna like, have to they're Packers, gonna have to earn it cardinals like there's a like the nfc stacked right now so mm-hmm. um you know, even with this thing, Dallas Cowboys could be out like week one of the playoffs, essentially. But um, yeah. they do look good, and I and I, I would be nervous, like again, because I, I actively root against them as well. Um, I'm always same, fine with them making the playoffs and then and then losing, finding weird like, ways to lose, especially like yes. if it's the worst team or something like that. Like like yeah. if New Orleans sneaks in and they got to play, it's like New Orleans, like Taysom Hill just beating the Cowboys and like the wild card round of the playoffs would be just peak entertainment. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the last game of the week was the Monday night game. Good game, close game. Um, Chiefs beating the Giants 20 to 17. Giants had a chance to come back at the end. Um, let the Chiefs run out the clock too much. And, and you know, the Chiefs held on. Tyreek Hill kind of looked returned to form. 
Mahomes still doesn't look all there. He had a he had a bad interception, and and then a really bad interception that he got got gifted of the offsides by like a half a pinky. Um, yeah, I didn't even think it was that much offsides. It's like if you're the ref, it's a D Ford like, against the Patriots, essentially, where he's just like well, the hand was like. I thought D Ford was pretty clearly like. Well, I thought looking at it afterwards, like I yes, thought he was pretty yeah, clearly yeah. outside. Yeah. I thought in this case, it looked like his front of his body didn't move but his legs moved like he Mm -hmm. like he sort of like his legs started going before his body did so i I didn't feel like he was so much off the line but just the 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 visual of him him moving like when i first saw it live i was like oh he's outside yeah yeah his uh, hand wiggled so it's like does his hand move that like little like inch like that's like like a half a pinky like if his hand once you have once the right tackle flinches it's like it's sort of like yeah if they didn't get him for off sides they would have got him for false start or something like that Mm -hmm. but Uh, yeah that was and it was a horrible throw in that play and that was before like he knew it was like that i don't think the flags came out right away either like it wasn't it was it was so quick it was hard to tell if he knew it was um yeah it wasn't it wasn't like the classic mahomes free pass like i'm just gonna bomb it like it wasn't a bomb it was not very far down the field got picked off read really mm-hmm. well by uh, I forget who it was on the the Giants but um yeah the Giants I mean they, it's not like they look good either so it's not like they can take a ton away from this game like they just didn't look as bad as they have um yeah but I don't know like they didn't Joe, look good. Judge, Joe Judge like I think he um you know that he'll be another Bill Belichick disciple to bite the bullet um, yeah this is this is one of those that's like this is one that you have to win if you're a good coach, like, or if you're like a, a, a solid coach, like we were saying, Dan Campbell, like there's not much expectations of the giants. Their team's not very good, no. especially with Saquon getting injured and stuff like that. But like when you're in this opportunity, you have to find a way to win it. Um, Let me ask you, what do you think is um, I know you have, you know, again, I, we don't talk fantasy here, but like I connect it back a little bit, but like, I know you have, you've had Tyree kill on some of your teams. So you're obviously paying attention to him closely. Maybe than others are, um, what do you think is the problem with their offense? Like, why do you think that they're not uh, delivering? Travis Kelsey had like a season low uh, yeah. performance last night. So, like, what do you think the what do you think like the problem is? I think defenses have found a way to blitz while also containing those two. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, tonight, Tyreek Hill didn't have any long catches. He had twelve catches for ninety-four yards, like total. Like because once he catches the ball, too, he can get down the field pretty quickly. But like, what's when the Chiefs are peak Chiefs? Travis Kelsey's getting like fifteen to twenty-yard catches down the field, and Tyreek's getting thirty to forty-yard catches down the field. Mm-hmm. That teams have been able to blitz and successfully blitz because again, the Chiefs tried to retool that offensive line, just didn't do a very good job. Like Creed mm-hmm. Humphrey's been their best offensive lineman he's the rookie that they drafted Joe Tooney hasn't been very good and then injured and then like he's just had a couple injuries and not good play so it's like they've teams have successfully blitzed so it's forcing at most um like five yard dumps and Mahomes isn't very good at five yard dumps which is weird to say it's just not his style like even um what was it like the third down it was I think it was third down they were going to kick the field goal to go ahead and they instead of running out the clock even more they decided to try to throw for it Mahomes gets sacked so they end up running at the clock obviously he took the sack which was smart of him but like mm-hmm. even in that situation if you watch it again he had Tyree kill about three yards and he would have had to get like an extra two for the first down probably wouldn't have got it because there's guys everywhere but Mahomes mm-hmm. refused to take that option like he looked right at it and like refused to take it scrambled out and then try to get pumped and then end up having to fall down to take a sack just to yeah. keep the clock going it's like I don't think Mahomes is very good at just like letting like small plays happen 
And they're just yeah, like, like, like he's always looking to do more, and it yeah. seems to, to backfire. Like and even again, when he runs, like, like if you watch him run, like he's he's one of the guys that does the fake pump a lot while yeah. running to try to get like three extra yards. And like he's yeah. good at getting out of bounds because he's just so athletic. But like if he was a little less athletic, he'd be getting hit a lot more for the same re- like same reason. I think that would be bad for him too. And it's happening a lot this year. He's getting hit way more mm-hmm. because again, pressure is getting to him so much more. But yeah, I don't really know. I think teams have found a way to like like I said, get pressure while also letting like let if, if someone's like let Byron Pringle and Mikko Miko Harden beat us, I don't care. And that's like what they've been doing. Like Miko's mm-hmm. been like very good. Um but like if Miko And they have no good, running means, game. So. Yes, that that hurts too. Um and again I don't think Clyde Hedwig Solaire is like that's the reason why I think they just have no running game. Like I don't think like if he was there they've, the yeah game they're just better. they're and it's weird too because the, the inverse read, like if Titans. You look, if, well, if you look, if you look throughout Andy Reid's career, um, you know, wherever he goes, like the running backs have been really productive. So mm-hmm. like it, 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 it is weird that they just haven't been able to find a running game that's, that's worked. Yeah. Um, and they even spent like but yeah, kind of highly, like it was pick 32 in the first round of Clyde. Yeah. I mean, they like, invested he's in the first good. round. Like, he's he's very back, good. Yeah. They just don't use him enough. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's been hurt, but yeah. like, um, like last year though, he was he was he missed some yes. time, but like it was... he did not meet the hype that he had like going in because everybody was like, oh, this is another this is another toy for Andy Reid to um to use. But yeah, they I wouldn't count them out, but they certainly yeah. have. They're putting on film like, which again, I I say like I I go back to 2019 when. the AFC championship game, like uh, to the chiefs, like who are again, this like unstoppable force, then Belichick um, mm-hmm. in slowing them down. Like they would have quarters. And again, you can never like, you can never contain them fully. Um, but I feel like jamming Travis Kelsey at the line and double coveraging Tyreek Hill like seems to be not allowing uh, Mahomes to work downfield. So yep, yeah, and and their defense is just so so bad. Um, on top on top of it too, which is like on a game like this, it didn't really affect it too much. Um, because the Gi- like the Giants still only put up seventeen just because of how bad their offense is. But like when it comes down to it, like I I, I fully expect the Chiefs to be in and around the playoff conversation and probably in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to playoffs, if you're playing a a Titans, if you're playing like any of the bills or whatever even if Mahomes figures it out like that defense I don't think is, is going to be able to figure it out enough to, to keep up with what one of these actual good offenses um on top of it so there's just a lot wrong and I don't know when it gets better realistically yeah and and um you know just the fact that they actually have some competition this year yes. uh with the Chargers with the Raiders yeah, yeah. Yep. um it just it, it makes the margin for error that much smaller so It'll be something interesting to uh, to watch as we move into the second half of the year. Yes, for sure. And before we move on to any other sports, I believe we're going to go to NBA next. Um, just quick update. End of the seventh just happened. Very good timing. Um, I'm seeing as that's what I'm seeing. But uh, Braves just got out of the seventh, seven zero, still going into the top of the eighth. So two innings away there. Uh, most likely we'll finish the episode before that happens. Mm-hmm. But just give a quick update for where we're at there. So it's not like we just have, just avoided or something like that. But um yeah basketball is in the swing of things 
teams have figured started figuring stuff out. Um, some teams have not. Obviously, we are in Boston, and our team has not figured it out very much. I have actually watched way more basketball than I usually do at the start of the season because I was actually super excited for it to get back. Um, mm-hmm. after the last playoffs, I got like obviously doing the show and stuff like that. Got it much into the playoffs last year. Um, and I've been watching a lot of the games. I was watching the Halloween or the Saturday game that went to double overtime that mm-hmm. we blew. Um, then obviously, was it last night? Blew the, yeah. what was it, 20 or 19-point lead, I think, was the highest. 19-point yeah, lead against the Bulls. the Bulls. It was, again, a good Bulls team, but again, 39-6 to six in the fourth quarter is inexcusable in any competition. I'm in mm-hmm. the NBA, and obviously Tatum, Brown, refusing to speak to media, smart <laughs> – speaks to media um the original quote i first saw i i thought like i was like holy shit like this season's done like everyone's dying like this team like hates each other um mm-hmm. and then I've, I've re- i read more and i actually watched the interview and i think that's like a, w- a much bigger thing um makes a lot more sense at least um from a guy who's supposed to be the leader of the team uh still not great because it means that the team is not where it needs to be to win but you know a lot going on yeah i mean my um my issue and i i saw the quote and i read it and i'll admit that um hearing him say it uh like i i heard him say it today like i actually heard the interview yeah i did the same thing so you sent me it didn't i, I sound, the same thing you had sent me like didn't five times. sound as harsh as um as the text came across and mm-hmm. i immediately texted you and i was like trade him now um but I think he thinks he's doing the right thing and that his like intentions are good. And he's Mm -hmm. what he's saying is positive, but I just think what he's saying is like factually incorrect. Um, I think um, like watching that bulls game last night, which I watched, I watched 90% of it. Mm -hmm. um, The only times I didn't were the flipping back and forth to the um, like, spurts in the first half of the Monday night football. Um, And there were plenty of opportunities where Tatum and Brown drove the lane and kicked it to wide open guys in the corner and Mm -hmm. they just couldn't hit shots. Marcus smart was the one last night that had zero assists. Marcus smart has one of the worst shooting percentages on the team this year. Um, where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are, um, I think it is six and seven in the league in scoring mm-hmm. this season. Um, so I understand his desire to, um, you know, try and shake things up after a bad start to the season, two and five, which is under, you know, very disappointing. Um, I just think like, what he's I just think he's not the guy to say it despite his tenure and being the longest tenured Celtic like it's sort of one of those things where it's like well how can you speak like well like what if you know talking about that the quote talked about like you know them taking you know bad shots it's like well you know what if Tatum and Brown called Marcus Smart out every time you know mm-hmm. he's clanking threes uh you know off the side of the basket in crucial times of the game so, you know, I don't think Jalen and Jason are the problems on the Celtics. And so for someone like Smart, who's underperformed this year, to, to state that, for me, 
know, especially after, you know, him, the leader of the team who, you know, first team flight of the season misses that, like, it's one of those, like, you know, I, I just, I, it, it doesn't sit well with me when you're sort of like throwing stones in a glass glass room. Yeah. I think the, the, the worst part was focusing on Brown and Tatum the whole time. However, I disagree. I think he's the only person that should be talking and smart because he is the vocal leader of that team. He, that's like, why would they resign him? He got paid all that money to literally be the vocal leader. So Brown and Tatum don't have to because Tatum doesn't like doing it. He clearly shows that all the time. He does not like talking um, mm-hmm. to the media. So like, in a sense, like, and, and, and Brown's just a quiet guy, like, when he'll talk when he, like, wants to and stuff like that, but, like, mm-hmm. so I, I think, like, yeah, maybe focusing it on Tatum and Brown um, is probably not the way to go, necessarily, because, again, they have better best players. Brown was fantastic for most of the night last night, um, but I do think, like, Smart has to be the one that holds everyone accountable at the same time, because I think that's his role. Like, Celtics, I very much don't use a captain, or haven't in the past, um, but, mm-hmm. like, obviously, it's always really been him for the past couple of years. Um, at least like vocally, he's been like the unofficial, yeah, the unofficial, yeah, yeah, since like Pierce left. Um, so I don't know, it's like I want him to be making these comments. I, you know, two and five is unacceptable, like at any stage. Um, obviously, luckily, like the it's still early enough in the season, like this is the time to be doing it because like the Bucks are four and four, there were two games behind the Bucks essentially, like you know, like and they obviously just won, and the, the Hawks are four and three, who were obviously just there. Um, but then you have like the heat and the bowls, like six and one eight pieces, like you, we know, we got to try to keep up to there. So, you know, I don't love it necessarily in the comments, but it's like, when you're that bad, like call your star players, I guess. And they obviously both refuse to do media at the same time. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't hate it at this point. Like once I read the full thing, saw the whole thing, like, I don't hate it. Cause again, nothing's going well. And it's a new coach too. Like, I don't think he's going to put his neck out to like say something about the superstars when he's, you know, coached for seven games, like as on the team. So I don't know. It's like, like I said, like, I, it's only enough to just fire. The, uh, hopefully it just fires up everyone to get better. And it just like, all of a sudden it's like becomes like a non-story by the end of the season. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it, it's been something that's lingered ever since mm-hmm. like Kyrie was here, you know, this, this sort of funk in the locker room and in the quotes that I read in the quotes I read and the quotes I heard Marcus smart, you know, didn't mention himself in that, you know, as part of the problem and needing yeah. to get better um, it, he focused it on Jalen and, and Jason. So, you know, I'm all for a locker room speech and, you know, holding your guys accountable, but when it comes from someone who's shooting a team worse and um, you know, calling out players for not passing the ball when you have no assists, like it's just, yeah, of course his play, like, it's it's like when LeBron does it or something like that, it's, like, different because, like, LeBron's usually doing well and stuff like that. So, like, I've right. always been like that, too. If, if you're not performing well, it's hard to be the one speaking. But it is, like, his role, not, like, no matter how he's performing, he's speaking. Um, but, like, it's also one of those things, I think, you know, you know when you have, like, even in work, like, you have someone that works hard, but, like, they take the blame for something. Necessarily, mm-hmm. it's like, well, it's not your fault. Like, even, like, like, if you have a boss that, like, is putting in, like, crazy hours or whatever, and it's like, something goes wrong. They're like, Oh, I, sorry, I missed that or whatever. And it's like, Whoa, it's, it's really on like the rest of us to probably pick mm-hmm. that up and miss that. It's like, I feel like by calling them out, it's almost in hopes to make the rest of the team feel bad. Cause like the whole team stinks right now. Like mm-hmm. we're, we, the well, except, one, we turned except, like, except Jalen and Jason, like they're again. Yeah. Like and they, even, I, I mean, Tatum has been, yeah. Tatum has been solid. I think it was the first two games that he was in and didn't look great, but like Jalen Brown's been fantastic, but mm-hmm. like, but that's what I mean. It's like, they've been good. We everyone can see that uh, 
smart can see that as well but by calling them out it's like you're calling out the best players by like when everyone like Pritchard and Horford and Richardson and, and Schroeder like yeah. are sitting there like it's probably really on us like yeah true let's, yeah let's, let's let's improve that like I don't know I see it in the workplace all the time like when the boss like calls himself out for something like right, you'll call out the guy that can out, but like yeah you call out the guy that can take it because mm-hmm. it's gonna like when you shoot the arrow at the top guy everyone around you is gonna look at that and say yes. like and oh, they shit, know he's the top guy they together. know they've been carrying them yeah. uh, that's what i hope at least and then, if that was know, his in the chess move room. if that was his chess move like then i'll give it to him and if it works i'll, yeah. I'll be the first to say like smart move but yeah. I, I you also know in a work setting in a sports team setting like the guy that isn't performing and mm-hmm. yes. is the first one to complain and you're like well like what the hell are you talking about like, yes like you're part of the problem like or yeah, the person I think, that always I think the says, issue is when it the unofficial captain like all that stuff but yes yeah, so right. i do very much agree with that or yeah. the person you know or always there's nothing worse than the guy that points their finger but never includes himself in the 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 conversation so um again i'm all for this it's usually not great when you need to use that bullet in the chamber seven games into the season um but you know hopefully it's something that can help turn them around because as we saw last night like there's a lot of new fresh blood in the nba when it comes to teams uh like new teams performing well and um you know the celtics obviously they have a lot of new pieces they have a new coach um but it's going to be you know um an interesting part but you know similar to that like similar to what we were talking about like with the patriots like how like sort of what i was saying like when you watch them so often you notice the things that they're they do well at and the things that they struggle with and with the celtics it's closing games yes and and it's it's coming out like it's coming out of the third quarter when you're up 15 with a sense of urgency and playing like you're only up five. Um, So that's something that they've struggled with. They've struggled with it since the bubble, you know, against the Raptors, against the heat. Um, So it's not a new thing for them. And, you know, those repetitive issues are the ones that are the most frustrating, um, at least for me. So yeah, and the um, shooting's just been woeful on top of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we were like, tur- but the, the Halloween night, I guess Saturday, I keep calling it Halloween night, but it's Saturday. We were like basically turning into a drinking game. They started off 0 for 16 shooting. They went two yeah. for 26, oh, from three. They went two for 26 from three. To finish the game last night, they went on like a 38, they, they, they were on the opposing, you know, they were on the wrong end of like a 30 to nine run. Yeah, the, like, five, the, the fourth quarter was literally 39 to six. Yeah, they just they couldn't they couldn't hit anything. So, um, you know, cold streaks happen. But again, that not finishing games has been a trend for them. And, you know, again, like for for Jalen and Jason, like it's hard to get assist numbers when you're kicking it out to the corner. And, you know, Marcus or Schroeder or, you know, Horford aren't hitting, you know, aren't hitting. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. Like, and then it does put more pressure on Tatum and Brown to, to score and feel like they need to, to do it all. But, you know, I'll take Brown and Tatum, you know, when I heard those numbers today that Brown and Tatum were like seven and six, I think um, Brown being ahead of Tatum in points per game. Like I was, I mean, I was shocked to hear that. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought, you know, maybe Tatum, like with the amount of shots he takes a game, but for Brown to be up there, 
um, was surprising. So it'll be interesting to see how they respond. I don't like the not talking to the media thing. I'll never sort of condone that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always for like, you know, needing to face accountability um, after the games. Maybe yeah. they heard what Smart said and and they were like, you know, <laughs> fuck that. Should... I'm not going out there. Yeah, like if or, we, or, or if, maybe if we go... they hear it now and they're like, maybe we should talk so this isn't the only story at least. Or, right, or, the, yeah. or they sit there and like, let's just stick the pit bull on the media and like, we'll just stand back and watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they were probably like, well, if we go out there, we're gonna throw his ass under the bus. So yeah. Um. So yeah, that that it'll be interesting to see how they respond. Again, they get a layup. You know what should be a layup in Orlando, um, tomorrow. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and then like I, I think it's worth noting the Bulls and the Knicks' success. Um, in the East, um, Bulls are a team like. I, I have always kind of liked, like, obviously they have Zach Levine, who's like one of my favorite players in the NBA strictly because for having the same birthday as me. Um, but like, I, he's just fun to root for. He went off in like the fourth quarter. He was a big part of that run to Marta Rose. Same exact well. birthday. Like, are you guys the same? Yeah. Day? March 10th, 1995. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> split up earth, like could have gone yeah. either way. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, they're, 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 yeah. You swapped in the hospital room, <laughs> um, but they're, they're a team that is completely rebuilt. Like they, they have a young they have they had a lot of young talent, um, but then they bring in you know four new pieces. They obviously had Levine, um, but they have Lonzo who looks much improved. You know he looked like he was on his way to being a bust when he was in LA, um, which seems like a decade ago now at this point. Um, Demar Derozan, you know, yeah. who's having a bit of a reju- rejuvenation there. Um, Nikola Vucevic, they got Caruso. Um, so yeah, they they have looked exciting. They've seemed to have gelled pretty quickly. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're off, Billy to, Donovan's their off coach. to an exciting. Yeah. I mean, he, I, uh, I only, I, I mean, I think of him as coaching Florida still. <laughs> oh, really? No, I, like I, early I always think, I always think of him as the, the thunder coach. And then he went oh, okay, to the wizards yeah, okay. and then he stepped yeah. down from the wizards. Um, but yeah, they're, um, I, I said to my brother, like it's, the league is better when Chicago is good. Like like when Chicago and in the Knicks are good, like yes. the league just feels more electric. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's not pretend like we love the Hawks. Like last year, like the story, like of the Hawks. No, I mean, again, cool. Trey Young. It's cool, but like, I yeah. always love an underdog. Like I, like yeah. I love Trey Young going into like the garden, going in against the Sixers and going in against the Bucks. Like um, I'll always root for an underdog and I'll, I, the Knicks give me a team to root against because I like seeing their fans miserable. Yes. If, um, yeah. The highs are high and the lows are so low that it's very fun to watch. No matter right. What. But the league is just like Chicago and New York are such pivotal cities to the NBA franchise mm-hmm. that it just, it just feels right when they are, when they're good. Yes. Yeah. No, I, w- I would fully agree. And the um, last time they were both good was probably like LeBron was still on the Cavs originally. And the Celtics like just had their big three. Like that was probably the last time that, that both of those teams, Chicago and the Knicks, were both yeah. Good. Was that was that Lynn Sanity? Or was that no, that would have been like that... Carmelo's yeah. early early days yeah, okay. on the Knicks and Derek Rose's time um with the Bulls. Yeah, the MVP <laughs> Derek Rose season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. MVP Derek Rose. So like yep. that would have been um really the and that last was such short lived, like you think like Barkley, Jordan, like before that. Oh well, that yeah. was yeah, that was um, it was quite a while before that. So yes, yeah. So no, I I, I agree. Like Chicago, like if they win, like I don't actively root against them. I mm-hmm. I stick my East rooting against probably for the Heat and the 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 Knicks. Um, but yeah, no, that that's really the NBA landscape. Um, the West mm-hmm. is you know the West is the West. 
um, for the most part. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty crazy hectic. Um, I believe I just got, I had a notification earlier. I don't think I have it anymore, but I believe Chris Paul might have broke Steve uh, Steve Nash's record for something for some sort of assist thing. Um, oh, interesting. I got like a quick update on my phone as it was going in. I don't know what it was, and I'm not gonna be able to find it on Twitter fast enough. And um, uh, something else to watch, just because again, um, if you're if you're one of the you know most even NBA fans themselves don't really start tuning in until about Christmas. That's sort of like the first checkpoint for the season. Um, Draymond Green, 60% shooting from three. Wow. That's so something to Less, uh, like lose the athleticism with the injuries and the age starts popping threes. Well, that it was something that they said to him, basically like this is the difference between someone like Draymond Green and someone like Ben Simmons is mm. the team went to him after the conclusion of last season where they were looking to figure out what moves are they going to make to try and get another championship out of this core when you got clay coming back this season um you know they're trying to figure out what are, what exactly are they going to do are they going to package james wiseman andrew wiggins draymond for another you know big player that becomes available for a ben simmons or something um and they were basically like draymond like your you need to start becoming an offensive threat or we're going to need like you cost too much money for us to keep you Mm -hmm. just, you know, getting rebounds and playing defense. And he sucked it up and stepped up and it seems to be paying off um, so far for him. So um, I know he gets a lot of shit in the league and a lot of people make fun of him, um, but he is someone that I love watching. And, and, you know, again, it just, it shows the difference in, mentality between someone like him and Simmons so yeah uh Chris Paul uh passed Steve Nash for third all-time assists in career so that's what it was I, I saw the quick update and I didn't know what it was because and then I saw Steve Nash I was like is it sons related but that wouldn't make any sense but um but yeah uh moving on did you, you you had an internet topic for us here oh just the um you know I know it it's heavily in your you know lane with the soccer but um the UK basically um, says trolls could face two years in prison for sending messages uh, or posting content that causes psychological harm under uh, UK legislation, which is targeting online hate. Um, So they're basically there's an, a new online safety bill that is being um, mulled over and they're trying to figure out what is going to classify as uh, harmful effect. Um, So it says the proposed law will change. uh, The proposed law change will shift the focus on to the harmful effect of messages rather than if it contains indecent or grossly offensive language or content, um, which is the current, present basis for criminality so i don't know i know you deal in this world a lot it's this is the uk we're talking about and not um the united states so i i know it's a pretty soccer over there can be uh relatively brutal but even Mm -hmm. thinking about how that could be applied here like i mean you know players in the nba or you know players in sports get roasted all the time here like could that be applied you know, here, like, if, yeah, if, like I'm trying to figure out what the line would be, you know, cause, cause again, trolling is trolling. I'm always fine with that. 
yes you know if you're, if you're gonna like take it across you know the line like i saw there was some kid from uri tweeted at some nfl player a couple weeks ago like calling him the n-word and then he ended up like the 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 player ended up screenshotting it and posting it on twitter like blowing mm-hmm. up his spot and getting him expelled from school like that's i think that is different than yes. you know, making fun of ben simmons for not being able to shoot threes like yeah 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 and it's like like you said like the current rule has like there's a current rule in place for criminality with like actually using offensive and hate speech and stuff like that it's like mm-hmm. well they yes the new rule's good probably but how far do they actually go down the rabbit hole of looking for it because it's like if there's technically already a rule in place, it's getting broken daily anyways with no consequences because something we had talked about kind of before the show, but like there's no real linking to your real life person. Obviously, if they really, really wanted to go nail someone down, they could trace IPs and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think they, that's they, something that we've talked about on this show before is that it's because that's something that they've thought of. Yes. Uh, and and, and so like the work could be out. there and they could easily get some of these people and like this mm-hmm. law would come in effect and they would have the right to go get these people if they wanted to because of the new law. But I think in actuality, it's probably more of a headline grab than like actually changing anything. Because um, I, again, I don't think like they're going to be, you know, I don't think there's someone in the UK right now whose job it is to like sort Twitter for like hateful and offensive speeches that could, or, or that not even hateful and offensive speech, but stuff that could be causing mental health harm. Um, and then going to like their IT department to trace an IP to then find the person's house to then like go arrest them for this or whatever. So I think in actuality, I don't think it's going to be you know actually done much is going to be done but it, yeah. it is a, i think it, what it does is starts a conversation that we had before the show of mm-hmm. putting like your real have having to put your real idea on social media to to actually participate to participate i've always been of the mind and this is a very radical um radical belief but i've always been of the mind that twitter specifically um and maybe facebook like maybe what it originally was or, or meta now um but like that's become the new public square so you should treat those areas that's the new public spare square for speech mm-hmm. and you should treat those areas like you would treat you know a conversation on the street like if i'm if i'm using you know uh like if i'm using discriminatory language towards you in the street like or at any point like that can be criminally like you can be held criminally liable yes for that um if i'm posting on twitter that ted cruz is a zodiac killer like <laughs> i like am i gonna go to jail for that now like i don't like i yeah. kinda, i i just wonder where that like line is drawn like i mean obviously you know no longer on twitter but like we see the stuff that like trump used to tweet like you know with all of his name calling and stuff like that like is that gonna get would that get him the boot mm-hmm. under under this type of thing like i understand its intent um and you know i'm sure i I can only imagine being an athlete like after a game and like going back and checking your twitter mentions like i'm sure it's just a filthy place yes um but my hope would be that it would be for that like filthiness and not for the um the humorous side of it you know mm-hmm. like, I, and I but again, like i said i don't think they're ever going to go far enough to like trace people down or track people down like, right obviously we're people that like use our real names even though we have like a twitter account for the the um 
the mm-hmm. podcast and stuff like that or your podcast and i have like right. a it's not hard well. to find out who we are yeah it's like usually in the twitter like in the bio it's like got our real ads with our real names like mm-hmm. even if we don't have a, like currently i don't think either of our profile pictures are pictures of us but like it has like our full name like it would not be hard to find like who it was stuff like that but like obviously that's not the case um across across twitter and stuff like that like you can hide behind an egg or or a, a, a picture of an athlete in your photo and like without your name or without anything about you at all um but yeah so that was something we had talked about like that ever being like the step that they take next but like you had said like tw- it's twitter and facebook are like public forum or public space like you said like standing in a park and just shouting things mm. but they're held behind private companies and i think that's where it, where it holds down is like are are people like going to be willing to like because so, some people do like the twitter egg or whatever to not give to give minimal information to facebook to then sell on to all these advertisers and all that stuff mm-hmm. so it's like until you fix that side i don't think we're going to get the front side like until facebook and and twitter sure. become like like the like u.s government run or 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 federal or whatever international government run um and and you know the data is secure which probably no one will ever know but like you know what i mean like until you feel comfortable data secure i don't think they're ever going to force like putting like actual data or like like we said real ids like on like your either driver's license number or your social security number or something like that like to use social media i think they just that that won't happen so but it it is kind of tough It, it is kind of tough um because again like I, something I saw, like if we're sticking to England, England lost the World Cup or not the World Cup Euros um, this year on penalties. And the last two players, the two players that missed were both black um, players. And they, I mean, it was just horrific. Like within five minutes, too, like there were screenshots going up of what their mentions looked like. Um, and it was just, yeah, so I, I do, I do remember. That. Yeah. That was when the, um, Ted Lasso or Jason Tadakis, um, wore the, like their names on the, the sweatshirt. Yes. Yeah. To like show support. So it's like that. So it's like, when you see that, it's like, I'm all for whatever law gets passed to stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. But again, I, in actuality, I don't think it actually stops much because it yeah. all, it's no one's going to track down the thousands of people that are tweeting that daily um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, how um, the whole monitor job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's finish up uh, here with tweets of the week. I believe it might be you first. All right. Cool. So uh, my sharing options. So I'll give you that while you're prefacing it. You might not want to, uh, you can go ahead and give me sharing options, but a um, bit of a, a nasty visual for you this week, Rob, but um, there's just something about neighbors um, and the types of neighbors that you have that you really like. And then the types of neighbors that are just absolutely um, disgusting. And um, I'll just, you you'll this woman does a great job at uh at narrating it so we moved into this apartment complex a couple of months ago and my neighbors across the way from us let their dogs just poop on the balcony instead of walking them and instead of throwing the poop away they just throw it off the balcony it's disgusting i don't even know like i don't know what to do do we not do anything it was so gross That's disgusting, first off. So, I mean, the woman is letting her dogs, and I did some investigating, and and I went to this woman's TikTok, and, you know, they usually post the follow-ups. And so originally, this dog was, like a French bulldog, was taking dumps on the uh, patio. Yep. And they were originally, like, dumping water on it to get rid of it, and then it would drip down, like, on the neighbor's, like, beneath and so they ended up calling and so now instead of doing that they just fling the shit off of the side of the building which just like i don't know i mean 
it feels like sometimes there should be like a a special like island for these type of people <laughs> yes um because it's just like what type of like and then if you were to confront that person you guarantee you know that they're like some you know deranged karen um that would like probably like kill you yes um, yeah so it's just it's just a dog is like more important than like just every single life of it all time but um i so it's, it's just, just disgusting I don't yeah know. so I, I my last apartment was was no pets or anything like that so i didn't have to deal with anything like that but i was on the first floor and the neighbor above us used to just throw their leftover food outside like off the balcony as well um and we had we end up reporting it like three four times until they and then they eventually stopped doing it but it was just be like we'd rarely wake up and like we'd walk onto like our back little patio that we had and it was just like a full salad on the ground just yeah, like in, I mean, the, just... in the grass and it's like that grass is there for like people to use and like walk and stuff like that i i i want it like in I basically like I want I want to make a contract with someone maybe it'll be you like that if I ever get to a point in life where I'm just like that if where I am like that asshole like just like you have permission to like just slap me like across the face <laughs> yeah. to just like wake me up because it's just like that's the thing that these people need it's like they just need to be told like like they need like the Gordon Ramsay, like you're an idiot sandwich, but instead it's like you're a fucking asshole. Yes. And like, why are you doing this? Um, so again, that was my like, I saw that and it was early in the morning. It was one of those like when you wake up and you go to your phone immediately. And I was just like, what the like? Just, yeah, that's unbelievable. Like, it, like uh, it was a day ruiner. It was, yeah, a day I, I, sure. usually places, I don't know about you, I think you can have pets and stuff like that, but they usually have pretty strict rules on pets and cleanup and on stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, just hear someone just fl- like, Especially, I don't add you. You didn't end up sharing, but it was like, can you see if it's like in a city or like, or is it like an apartment complex like you have or like what I had, where it's like pretty grass around it, pretty woods around it, and like um, there was like was, ways to yeah. dispose of it. No, like it was. Uh, wait, did it not end up sharing? Did it not? End no, up I don't think you ever click share or anything like that. I never, oh, I never right. saw it come across. But all right, I'll show um, you after. But um, yeah, it was like a, it was a normal sort of like apartment complex, like yours or mine. Okay, so um, yeah, there's like the ways to like bring your dog, like even if there wasn't, yes. like, but like. It was just, just a straight like inconvenience. Like they they just didn't want the inconvenience of having to take the dog. Yeah, and down, I've seen so. cities like what they'll do is they'll put like the patch of grass on their back patio, but then mm. go pick it up and throw it in their own trash and not just throw it to the ground. No, like, when I show you the like, video later, when, when, imagine if this is like in the city, it's like you just like you're just walk someone just walking the street. <laughs> oh, I mean, that is sort of what happened from like the fifth floor or something. <laughs> That's yeah. I'll, I'll get your reaction to the video later, but um, yeah, that was my how is Twitter free tweet of the week. Um, so mine is, it's, it's just a picture. It was just a tweet that made me giggle. I'm going back to the well with cryptic here, but, um, I see your smirk on your face. Um, I'm just going back to the well with cryptic. There's nothing really too much to share here, but, um, new movie trailer released, um, kids movie toy story or but the, the, the story of Buzz Lightyear, mm. um, coming out and it's, um, updated graphics and stuff like that. And people did not take the new buzz too kindly um it's, and so, it's it's hasn't shown up yet okay it's still it's still waiting to load it's lo- oh yeah it's loading on my screen too but um so the original tweet was just like the buzz Lightyear from the original toy story 1995 um mm-hmm. to the one that was in the trailer has it loaded for you yet or no it has not no that's crazy my, my, my computer's been like acting up tonight but um sorry an error has occurred don't send i don't care oh here we go we got it yep um so yeah it was the two it was the two side by side but cryptic of course making it very funny had to be like i don't know why but the 2022 buzz is definitely racist and it's just like i don't i don't know if you've seen there's there i couldn't find them all like quickly i should have bookmarked them right when i saw them um 
but there's been just like a tons <laughs> tons of like TikToks and tweets about the new Buzz Lightyear because like he takes no, off the he takes off the gear and he's he has hair, and everyone's like I just always kind of assumed he was bald just because mm-hmm. of how tight like the the cap is on him and stuff like yes. that. Yeah. Like like if you look at like here the old Buzz like everyone just kind of assumed he bald and he has like the he has like the very army crew cut. Yeah. Um, hairstyle and stuff like that. And this tweet just like I just start giggling like for like nonstop. <laughs> well, that was that was the one I I before seeing that, like I had sent you the one where it said um <laughs> where it said like the twenty the twenty twenty two buzz looks like he turns his body cam off. Like oh, yes, yes, yes. That was the other one I was I was thinking of that one too. Um, yeah, and then this was the, the, the I mean this is obviously edited, but this is like the tweet where he has like the huge chinny. He had hair, he has like hair and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where where was? God damn it! What would you say? I said, where was Buzz Lightyear on January sixth? I want to know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so all the Buzz Light memes, I saw a bunch of TikTok too, which were very funny, but like I just couldn't find them all again um, for the episode. But that'll be the end of the episode. We'll, we'll end on that note right there. My computer is messed up, so I hope I'm going to edit it all together tomorrow. So you probably won't even notice. Um, listen, I, I will I will make sure I listen to it to reward, uh, to recognize your hard work. But no, great episode. Um, thanks for everyone listening we're two outs away from the world series wrapping up um but links will be in the description below you can follow us on social media at all of our different platforms you can get the podcast wherever you listen to them um but engage interact uh let us know uh what is making you ask how is twitter free um on socials and we will see you next time see you